and welcome back to our latest podcast in the Tap Talks HR series. Um, this time we're talking to Dave Milner, known as the HR Curator, about what is the future of employee engagement. Now, hi Dave, thanks hi for being here. Good to be here. Um, obviously, it's a podcast. We've got about 15 to 18 minutes and we've got a subject, the future of employee engagement, which is probably a mini-series in itself. Um, but from your point of view, where, where do you see the big area of employee engagement in the future? I, I think if we stand back and look at what's happening in the world of work, you know, as we look ahead, we're looking at, you know, organisations trying to reorganise themselves so that they can be more efficient, more profitable, um, all that good stuff. We've got automation coming our way, looking at how jobs can be redesigned, taken away if we if we accept some of the, the press, which I, I don't, I think... Um, I think tasks will be definitely removed. I, I'm not convinced that jobs in their entirety will be, but that that will still mean that there'll be a reconfiguration of jobs and roles, which means new skills. So I think there's a there's a huge amount of change coming the way of employees. Um, we, we've been talking in the past about resistance to change, you know, as something that we grew up with, but in actual fact. Now it's about organisations having to make them resilient to change, feeling that they're just accepting that change is the new normal. So I think all of these things are impacting on people, on the employees, on the workforce. And so therefore, for me, that for means we need to make sure that engagement remains at the front of leaders and managers' view when they are thinking about their teams and their employees. Because just because engagement's been around a while doesn't mean it's any less important. So I, I think if we look at the future, the future is requiring us to make sure that we emotionally connect with the employees more than we've ever done before. And I think it's interesting there, you talk about change being so prevalent, and I, I see this. So when I visit organisations, you, you by the third sentence, they're talking about some transformation programme that they're doing, etc. Yeah. So when we're talking about engagement, and one of the biggest things about engagement is measuring it, so we have a number, so yeah. the board can see a number rising or falling. Are we measuring the right things? Are we looking at the right things then, if change is everything? I, I think most... Most survey providers will always be giving you advice that's saying, yes, these are the right things to measure. And and so I think you've got to accept that that's probably correct. I think the thing that concerns me a little bit is that survey fatigue, you know, pulses are the new thing for survey. I, I'm not convinced about it because, you know, some managers and leaders treat engagement results as another balance sheet. You know, it's just saying, here's another balance sheet of numbers. Let's increase this one by so much. Let's make sure we keep that trend and all that stuff. And as I said at the beginning, engagement is an emotional connection between the employee and the organization. And and there's I haven't mentioned a number in that definition. Mm. Now, the measurement of it doesn't mean we're connecting and engaging it's the means to which we can say we're doing pretty well on this what do we now need to do to take it to another level and the people who've got the answer to that are inevitably the employees themselves so i think one of the biggest challenges for the future of engagement is to make sure that the employees are part of the solution i see too many times when i've run sessions with teams where you know the team members have said here are the problems it's up to you the manager and leaders to fix it no, it isn't. 
it's a collective responsibility. And, and I think the biggest challenge that I've seen is to make engagement part of the DNA of the organization. And when I think back to organizations that I've seen who have done it brilliantly, that inevitably has been the tipping point where leaders and managers get it, managers do it and talk about it, role model it, and then the employees actually start to want to do it themselves and they can see the benefits of it because they probably feel a bit empowered. They probably feel as if they've got a bit of autonomy to do some stuff that impacts on their jobs. So I think these things are the critical elements for the future. We can do as much sexy analysis and data and pulses and sentiment analysis, organizational network analysis. We can do all that stuff. That's great. But at the end of the day, it's about how people feel about themselves in this organization. And there's not a number to be seen in that. And that's really interesting because I know at TAPT we talk about the concept of macro engagement and micro engagement. And I think too often organizations, when they look at engagement, are thinking at the macro level about their census survey, but then also about the structure of their employee value proposition and putting in a piece of tech around recognition and everything. But it's the micro engagement of that hour by hour, day by day emotive feeling of the employee to their manager and their team which actually I think engages people within yes. the business because when they say people leave managers yeah. they don't leave organizations no. and, and, I, and I think you know automation is is not the big evil something that's going to be horrible for everybody you know that there are some really interesting things that are being developed for you know coaching type you know apps um, learning type apps which are reliant upon what you've searched for so a lot of this stuff can be really interesting because whilst I'm of a more senior level a senior in, in age most certainly you know a lot of today's younger workforce are used to having everything on phones they're used to everything being consumable and so that's why organizations are having to think differently about their technology strategies and and I think Engagement is not going to be driven by technology, but I do believe that technology has a significant part to play in helping the younger employees start to feel comfortable about, oh, this is just like being at home. And, and I think that's where we've got to aim for. I think, yeah, I mean, there's there's a challenge in the organisations in there from engagement point of view because go back 20 years and you used to love having a job which had a laptop because you didn't have one at home. No. But now it's almost like here's my amazingly super amazing smartphone. I walk into work and, oh, my God, I've got a laptop still. Yes. And, and I think um, it's about how to make it, as you say, seamless, make it almost like you're not thinking about the fact that you're being engaged by the technology but also having the environment around you. So I think you're right, you're totally about technology being at the core of everything because it's the core of our outside world. Most certainly, but but I think, you know, HR has has an opportunity to step up a bit, uh, you know, here I think because I then think about look at all the processes that we've got. So when we recruit people, you know, and you advertise online, do we ever talk about what it's like to work here? Sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't, but I inevitably, when I see people that are saying this has been a great recruitment campaign, it's full of pictures, it's full of emotion, and I bet you most of it is driven by some of the the feelings that were just demonstrated in the survey. So I think you know HR's got a role to think about. We need to create 
and support the brand and ensure that some of the messaging that comes out from our surveys is reflected in the way we recruit. You know, what every performance dialogue, if we're going to have performance management and, you know, supposedly it's disappearing and, and I hope it will in some shape or form, but every dialogue is an opportunity to engage an employee at an individual level. Do we think of it in that way? Have we trained our managers in that way? I'm not sure we have. And again, you know, have we trained managers and leaders how to run engagement sessions, how to understand the importance and the power of engagement can be to team performance, individual performance? Don't think we have. So I still think HR has a lot of opportunities still to reinforce and sustain the engagement journey that organizations are on because it's not going to go away. People are not going to go away. They still need to feel motivated, inspired and excited and feel proud about the organization that they work for. So I, I think all of these things will still remain. It's just that there will be a different context, you know, quicker, faster than ever before. I love the phrase I heard recently was saying that this world is never going to be as slow as it is now um, and uh, it's so true and I think looking forward is our jobs are going to become more complex as the tasks are taken away and everything but that role of the leader just still exists it's like timeless isn't it yes. it, it will always be there but actually what they do has to be a little bit smarter mm. because they need to complement the technology now and almost have be thinking about okay we have this way of communicating everything but what can I do to enhance that allow people to have more self-directed learning using the technology and everything yes but what do I need to do to encourage that and make people access it because we I was uh, talking to an organization the other day and they were all about the usage rates of their e-learning and their online platforms but the leader never has any KPI against them about how much do their team yeah. engage with. And, and the fact that you've done the learning is almost irrelevant. It's mm. have you transferred that learning and applied it in the role? That's the key thing, you know. So sometimes we're measuring the wrong things, and you know. And I, and I, I think one of the things that does stick with me, I think, is that. I'm not convinced that managers see engagement as being an integral part of their role. You know, how, how many people, and you know, maybe people listening to the podcast may think, how many of your job descriptions, talent frameworks, whatever it is that you're using, job families, how many of them talk about leaders and managers and have the word engagement in there, engaging employments, you know, leading, managing, motivating and engaging employees? How many of them have that? I haven't seen very many. And, and I think we need to make sure that there is a mindset shift that says this is an integral part of you as a leader of people, whether it be as a supervisor or as an executive. And I, and I think we need to, within the HR community, be promoting and pushing that and challenging the business about it because we're not going to shift the needle without that. Yeah, and, and I, I think that's, that's so true with the fact of, of, of managers just it's almost like the word manager it's like come on that's, that's like 50 years old yeah. now or what's more than that it's like the, the word manager it, it should be an in, engagement coach or I don't know performance coach there's so many other things that they, it's more appropriate yes. I'm thinking back to the the, cons, the the whole listening part of engagement and uh, the fact you mentioned pulse and everything but it's a very interesting area because we're getting conflicting views from different technology providers essentially funny that, that isn't it funny that the ones mm. who want to sell you something yeah um, and um 
when you think about listening, I have an analogy back to like communication. Whenever I've done leadership development courses in the past and you go and do research for it, the, the one thing you say, what, what do we need to do? We need to, communication's the issue. Communication's the issue. And, and the question back is, well, so what do you want? More communication? You want more emails in your mm. inbox every day. And I think it's the same when you talk about listening and feedback. People say, oh, it's engagement, it's feedback. So you want more feedback? It's always we need more of it rather than actually get better at it. Yeah. So what do you actually think is, at the moment, the best form of listening that you've seen out there at the moment? Yeah, good question. I, I mean, a pulse in the right time in the right way can be incredibly powerful. And I've seen that, you know, work very, very well. But the pulse for me seems to be a checker of has something been done from the last time? And, you know, why A, why should an employee fill a form in, you know, to, to tell them that, fill an online thing in? And, and B, you should know whether it's happened or not. You know, and so I, I think the pulse has a part to play. Sentiment analysis, we're all talking about how important that can be. But, you know, sentiment is a pretty daily thing. You know, today I might be feeling quite good. Tomorrow I might be feeling quite cheesed off about things. And so when am I getting caught? And you could say, well, that's the same with a survey. But I think, you know, if you look at all the research, a survey is a slightly more constant engagement, is a slightly more constant theme that we see. I, I, I personally, I think the best thing is when a manager talks to his team once a week and starts to have a conversation that says, have we actually done what we said we were going to do based on what you told us last time? I think when it's owned locally, not just by the manager, but by the teams, that's the most powerful way. Because I think that is when you truly get change and momentum for this engagement is when that happens. So I suppose real-time feedback between a manager talking to an employee and then adapting his yes, or her behaviour based absolutely. on that. The problem with that is how do you justify your role if you're an engagement manager in in because if everything's happening without it being recorded and I think that goes back to actually what is the engagement department or the HRD if you don't have an engagement yeah. person what are you being targeted on um, what is your KPI on engagement mm. because actually again it's the number isn't yeah, it but, but at the end of the day an H can an HR director truly influence the engagement of many thousands of employees probably not they can do by providing the right programs and the right initiatives, but the actual implementation of it and the measurement of it is therefore then down to the leaders and the managers. They own it. You know, engagement is a business process. It's not an HR process. We've, we support it and we probably run it, but that does not mean that we are the people who have the answers because the answers to half the problems that are raised by the workforce the workforce know the solutions, they're just not being asked the right question. So, and I think anything we can do to get local dialogue happening amongst teams, amongst managers, that is the when things start to happen. And if I think back of, you know, examples of the best engagement organizations I've seen, it's always been where the CEO has owned it completely, the executive team completely own it, Every leader and manager owns it, and more importantly, every employee owns it. And I think it's when you get the employees getting what this is about, it's just not another initiative. That's when I think the future of engagement will start to fulfil some of the promises which maybe have not totally been fulfilled yet. 
So in some ways, the board and the CEO, of which the HRD is a member of, yeah. um, they decide the macro engagement strategy and, and very and much so the hrd is the expert that can input into that conversation correct the hrd could also um enable the leadership training and development of the, the leaders and middle managers of the organization and that's the macro engagement and that's where maybe the hrd needs to focus is about the upskilling of the managers but it's the managers who do the micro engagement yeah but that's their day job and as I said, if it was part of every manager's job description that you have to engage your employees, they wouldn't suddenly see it as, oh, I've got an action plan to do. I've done it in two months. That's it done for another year or till the next survey comes. You know, And I think that mentality still exists, unfortunately. And, mm -hmm. and I think you know, the, the whole thing about engagement is we're trying to light a fire in an employee. We're not trying to light a fire under the employee. <laughs> um which and um, at that bombshell for want of a, a popular TV program, uh, we're at the end of the time for our podcast. We're not supposed to be lighting fires under our employees. No, we're light, lighting fires within within them. The exactly. Dave, as always, it's a great pleasure to have your insight here and and also um, your analogies. Thank you very much. Pleasure. Um, and thanks everyone for listening once again to these Tap Talk HR podcasts. Um, please do share these with your colleagues and everything. And um, we're getting some great feedback on them at the moment. And uh, follow us at tap, tapsolutions.com to hear about our other webinars and our forums as well. Speak to you soon.